Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. The weekly wrap on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good afternoon. It is now time for the weekly wrap. And today, workers feeling the pinch in 2023. High inflation taking its toll on wage growth. That's what we're talking about. So high inflation this year eating into the spending power of Singapore residents. The real incomes for workers at the 20th percentile fell by 3% compared with the same period last year. While that for median workers dipped by 2.3%. All this even as nominal wages grew. Now, this is according to the Ministry of Manpower's advanced report on how Singapore's labour market fared for the whole of this year, 2023. But MOM has also stated that the fall in real incomes is expected to ease next year as inflation tapers off. Now, let's dive deeper into this report and get some reasons why employers are not keeping up pace with the rate of inflation. Now, on the line with me is Rahul Chawla, who is the partner and head of talent solutions for Southeast Asia at Aon. Rahul, good afternoon how are you very good thanks for having you here all right let's talk about how real median incomes dipping 2.3 percent this year let's talk about how inflation has played a part in this dip what's your observation yeah i would say that inflation has played the biggest part in this um, dip of real uh, income inflation has been somewhere around the 4.5 to 5 percent mark uh, while wages have uh, risen on a a nominal basis, and if we take the impact of inflation, that's how we see this gap of around 2.5 to 3 that you've just stated. Mm-hmm. And I just would say that this is an interesting period where interest rates were rising, the cost of capital is increasing, yeah. the businesses are getting impacted by it, and the interest rates are rising to tame inflation. Right. So it could be a transitionary period okay. where businesses are facing pressures, hence they are not able to give the wages that employees expect at times to deal with inflation. And over the next couple of odd quarters, if inflation gets a little more muted, then normal salary increases will see us getting normal wages to where they were or the increase in normal wages to where they were. Okay, okay. But it still has the question of whether wages are increasing at the same rate of inflation. I'm going to put that aside first. Uh, Rahul, pardon me if my thoughts are a bit jumbled up here. The factors like GSE increase that we saw this year, 1%, factors mm-hmm. like government support perhaps, does that spill over? How do all these external factors affect wage growth? So we're living in... Um, in an inflationary environment, right? So GST is part of it. Rentals, if you include that in an accommodation, we include that inflation. That's the key factor. F&B, all is getting impacted by global geopolitical supply chain disruptions. Yeah. So that's, that's playing a real part. And uh, it is impacting the spending power of um, employees and Singaporeans in general. And that is essentially what will, if I just put it very plainly as an economist, will also help us tame inflation. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, it's a transitionary period where potentially inflation would come down because of these actions. And then as, as in normal course of business, as employers give salary increases, then the wages will go up. Okay. So, and based on that, obviously, we see a good case for why employers are hesitant to increase workers' salaries. Yeah, at the same time, I want to draw back to how MOM is stating that they're expecting inflation to taper off next year. I'm sure some observers say the same. Therefore, my question is, if I'm looking for a new job, 2024 is the year? (laughs) (laughs) I think whenever it meets your aspiration, it's a good good time. We also see attrition rates from our research at Aon being uh, holding steady. So they are in the low, sing- low double digits. 
So low double digit attrition rates in uh, in Singapore mean that companies are still losing talent. And these uh, employees who are getting new jobs are getting uh, compensation increases or better value propositions in line with their aspirations. Obviously, the, what we were called, what was called the great resignation, mm. has also become what we are calling the great stay. Okay, that the um, equation between the employer and employee is more balanced. Hence, you're not seeing those kind of uh, supernormal increases that we saw in 2021 and 2022. Okay, okay. Core inflation projected to be 4% as a whole in 2023. Projection forecast rather for 2024, core inflation forecasted to be at 1.5 to 2.5%. In theory, we're expecting things to be better for the year of 2024. Uh, Rahul, what sectors do you think will benefit from things like a salary increase? So we see that if the inflation is tapering off, generally we've seen that retail and hospitality to be still buoyant as a sector in 2023. And if the impact of inflation tapers off, then obviously people's spending power will increase and it will create more uh, consumption appetite in Singaporeans and residents over here. So those sectors could get a fillet. Uh, we've seen generally energy as a sector in uh, Singapore also beating normal salary increases. And this is from our research. Um, the other sector, which is a bit of a, is a confusing point, is technology is also seeing salary increases, which are above general market increases. And technology is also a sector which has been impacted by layoffs. So the point I'm trying to make over here is that if you, if general headcounts or participation rates when sectors like technology are dropping, it does not mean that that sector is, is not paying market rates to the talent that it requires to conduct business. Oh, so then what do we expect from the tech industry? I, I like what you just brought up there. It's, so it's not an accurate picture of how the industry looks? It is. Uh, so the question of cost is, is looming large across all sectors, okay, right? Because okay. the cost of doing business is increasing. Now, okay. our companies, we need to do more with less. That can amount to headcount, number one. Ah. Or uh, more with less could also mean lower salary increase to the same amount of people. So that's how the math will work out. Okay. Okay. Are, are there still sectors, though, that they have no choice and they would pay a premium to hire? Yeah, so there are sectors and there's there are jobs within sectors which also are appearing to that phenomenon you just described. For example, sectors which are regulated. Now, the cost of regulation, the cost of maintaining our systems and technologies safe like cybersecurity, um, those are areas which are still in demand. These are up-and-coming regulations, these are up-and-coming technologies. So even whether you're a bank or an e-commerce player in a retail sector, uh, you would have to, a uh, company would have to pay salaries which are in market norm. And that mm-hmm. market norm is in favor of a demand supply equation where demand is high and supply is in, uh, is in uh, supply is low. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how much uh, does this next point factor in when it comes to salaries? I had a conversation yesterday and it was really about a competitiveness index and how Singapore ranks second in that uh, for mm-hmm. reasons like, you know, the safety here, the, the lifestyle here. Of course, there's no correlation between that and work-life balance, which is a, another problem altogether. How does that rank in when it comes to or, or factor in when it comes to Singapore companies offering uh, so-called competitive salaries? Well, that's a fantastic point. So uh, we in consulting call this employee value proposition. More, right. A lot of our HR clients call it. So the employee value proposition uh, centers around benefits, work-life balance, the well-being benefits that are being provided, and compensation as a key uh, hygiene factor, I would say. Okay. Now, if I take that Singapore as a, as a destination for foreigners or for uh, residents who are here and Singaporeans, then uh, you add security, 
convenience, interconnectedness, uh, and general as a hub of innovation, as a value proposition for your career uh, and your families. Mm. So that uh, so that is factored into the value proposition that then employers go and offer to employees across. So if I take a Singaporean and companies want to retain them in Singapore, then the skills advancement, the access that you get to credits through the Skills Future Program, for example, the okay. job redesign initiatives are key value propositions uh-huh. that will help Singaporeans upgrade themselves. And then with, if foreigners coming in are attracted by the lifestyle, security, mm. safety that Singapore offers. Mm, that's an interesting perspective because when ranked against other OECD countries, uh, Singapore's employment rate ranked high. In fact, it came in at fourth place. Rahul, if we look just say around the region, you know, places like Malaysia, Indonesia, maybe even up to Thailand, the issue of salary increase, are we expecting Singapore to, in theory, have the best salary increase for 2024 regionally? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to look at the, the curve that they are, the point of time they are, right? So from a development standpoint on the development curve as an economy, the okay. economies are at different stages. So typically we see, see developing economies have higher salary increases, but they operate on a lower base. Ah. Uh, Singapore salaries are comparable to most of the developed countries, OECD countries, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So obviously they operate on a, low, on a much higher base. And um, generally, historically, inflation has been lower than these countries. Right. So, yeah, it, it would have one of the lower rates in the region. No, no, I think that's brilliant because, you know, as the saying goes, the grass is not always greener on the other side. you got to have the full perspective and the details. I do appreciate that. I've been speaking with uh, Rahul Chawla, who is the partner and head of Talent Solutions for Southeast Asia at Aon. Rahul, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Ali. Thank you. Have a good day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.